Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Deanne Erica, and welcome to another episode of In Due Time. Today's episode is actually the last in our spiritual series, and today I wanted to talk about the why. So to do a recap for those who may be joining us for the first time, in the spiritual series, the first episode, we talked about where to begin. How do you start this journey of the spiritual, the get on the spiritual path? Like, what do you do? So episode one talks about where to begin. In episode two, we talked about the how. How do you make these spiritual connections? What are the ways in which you can become spiritually connected? In episode three, we talked about the what, what to expect, what are some of the things that you may experience, what are some of the changes that you may be witness to or actually have occur in your life. And so in this episode, the final in this spiritual series, we're going to talk about the why. Why is this spiritual journey important and why are so many of us on this journey. And it seems as if there's now just this great awakening as more and more people explore and openly talk about the spiritual path that they're on. When I started my spiritual journey, I guess it was the same as it was for a lot of other people. I started in the church, meaning that my parents took me to church every Sunday. It wasn't a choice. It wasn't, would you like to go? It wasn't... Um, an option. It was, this is what we do on Sundays. And I questioned then what I was hearing. I didn't understand why the person in the pulpit was telling me what to do and how to do it. But then within the community, when I saw this same preacher, he wasn't living his life according to what he was telling me every Sunday in the pulpit. So that made me start to question, why am I even coming here and listening to you? It also introduced me to the good book called the Bible. And I loved the stories that were there. My great-grandmother, before she transitioned to the other world, actually told me to always read Psalm 16. It was a psalm that she read every day. So it introduced me to the book of Psalms. I understood about Proverbs. I love the songs of Solomon, all about romance and love and intimacy. That's what I took away from the church. And that's what stayed with me when I decided I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to church. Needless to say, that didn't happen until I was an adult and left my parents' house because it wasn't an option, like I said, in the house. When I had kids, I started to go down that path of taking them to church the way that my parents had taken me to church. And for a while it was okay, but I allowed my kids to do what my parents did not allow me to do, which was to share their thoughts and their feelings and to discuss the same things that I had seen that they were seeing. Well, why is that person saying this? But then look at how they're living. Look at how they're treating people um, when they're not in the pulpit, when they're not up there. Like, why are we even doing this? This doesn't make any kind of sense. That's fraud. It's a lie. Yada, yada, yada. How could I dispute it when, you know what? They were absolutely right. But I did teach them 
about the Bible because that was my basis for my spiritual belief. I don't have to go to church to listen to that person in the pulpit, but I do know that there is a force greater than myself and that it is important for me to acknowledge that force. And so this is what I then pass down to my kids. There is a force, a much greater force than you, and you have to acknowledge that force, that power. There is God. You don't need to believe in Jesus because my son went down that path. It's like, what? Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? What the hell is that? So he did go down that path, and he questioned it, and he explored um, Nation of Islam, you know, Muslim, just explored different things. However, I digress. With my kids, I taught them how to read the Bible. I taught them Psalm 16. I taught them about the Psalms. I told them where about the, the Proverbs and, and where we get a lot of these quotes from that we use to talk about what we should and shouldn't do in life. I also talked about Exodus and Revelation. Exodus, because I'm a huge Bob Marley fan, and he has a song called Exodus. And so uh, Rastafarians grounded in in. the the spiritual peace and really that connection to God. So I taught them about that. One of the things that I also did with my children every day was to read a little book called Daily Word. I'd actually gotten that from my mother. And this is a little pocket-sized book that just had a scripture and then it gave you a theme and a story of the day. And, And I used to feel wow, these stories so connect to me. I know the book is written for millions of people around the world, but it was something that really resonated with me. It did not quell my challenge in what I was reading, however, but it did satisfy that deep need in my soul to simply be connected to that power. Over the years, I experienced... um, different life challenges, different life situations. And I always came back to, but there's got to be a plan. There has to be a reason why this is happening. And I realized that what I wanted to understand above and beyond anything else is why am I here? Why am I here? What was I sent here to do? What is the mission and the purpose that I am sent here to fulfill? That became my whole purpose. And this is what I said to my kids. Everybody's here for a reason. And everybody's here to fulfill a particular mission and purpose that is theirs and theirs only. Your mission is not like anyone else's. Your purpose is not anyone else's purpose. That's what you're here to do. That's the reason that on my website, and when people ask me to speak, I will tell them. They say, why do you do what you do? Why do you do workshops? Why do you do talks? Why do you love the work that you do? And here is my response to that. I am going to have to answer the question, what did you do with the gifts I gave you? And I have to have a good answer to that question. And I'm only going to be able to answer that question if I use the gifts that I was given. And that's why I do the work that I do. Over the years, what has also remained true in the why I'm on this spiritual path as I discover the various what's that are occurring in my life is that there is doubt sometimes. There is second guessing through lack of understanding of what I'm seeing. 
There is doubt as to, am I really doing what it is that I'm supposed to do? Is this really what God wants me to do? Is this really what, who are these voices that I'm hearing and like this guidance? What's this little tap that I'm feeling on my shoulder? What is this presence that I'm feeling that I can't see? I did not find those answers in the church. And that's why I left the church. On the spiritual path, yes, I started down this path where I was able to explore and understand, yes, the voices that you're hearing, the guidance that you're receiving, they are coming from your ancestors. They're coming from your spirit guides. Now that resonates with me and that makes sense. And guess what I discovered? That was a belief that millions of people have and follow. So even though the church may be telling me, you're weird, you're crazy, that's the devil, don't listen to them, Mm, I beg to differ, say no, that's your thing. This is my thing. This works for me. And if the purpose is for us to have a journey to be on and to connect with a higher power and recognize that force and that mighty, wondrous, amazing presence called God, then it's not up to you, the church, to tell me if just because I'm not practicing that in the church doesn't mean that I'm not spiritual. You don't get to make that judgment call. You don't get to impose that decision on my life. Because guess what, church? You didn't give me life. So you don't get to define how I live it, nor do you get to tell me what my belief is to connect to the power that did give me life. As I've accepted this spiritual path and explored it, it has fulfilled my life in so many ways. I speak with my ancestors. I hear my spirit guides. I make petitions. I make requests. I'm given guidance. I'm given signs. It is so very wonderful. I cannot begin to explain to you. Do I cry? Absolutely. Do I have doubts? Yes. But what I have learned is that when you recognize doubt, that's when you feed it. So you simply have to go, ah, mm, no not here, not now. This is right. This is true. You're going to tell me what to do. I'm going to follow and it will unfold. This is something that I have been told repeatedly by spirit. Just keep going. At those times in my lives where I have wanted a sign as to what direction I should go and I've gotten wonderful answers in my dreams from my great-grandmother, from my great-granduncle, who is now also on the other side. I have had messages come where it's like a voice, and I'm going, huh? What? Who? The spiritual path is real. The spiritual journey is very real. What will happen to you is absolutely what you need to be able to get through your particular experience on this physical plane. It's not a joke. It is not a myth. It is not something that is made up. It's actually very real. And it's important that people understand your journey doesn't need to look like anyone else in order for it to be true and real. It's your journey. 
The most important thing that I have discovered, and I know it's like, I thought you already mentioned the most important thing. How come you're mentioning another most important thing? Well, you know, when you're on the spiritual path, there are a lot of most important things that you discover. So one of the other most important things that I discovered is that once you get on the spiritual path of really having a true understanding and connection, it never ends. It never ends. Each day that we are here on this plane, we grow. Life is different. What did they say? Change is the one constant you can depend on. And the spirit world has the answers. Now, when we say spirit world, people may think witches. People may think hexes. People may think spells. At the end of the day, you can think whatever the hell it is that you want to think. But what you cannot do is shake my foundation and my belief in what works for me. There is an urgency that we are experiencing about having that higher connection. There is a great urgency. Some call it an awakening, a yearning, a wanting, a deep-seated, I must have it, therefore I'm going to go and find it, need to have that connection without having to go into any structure like a church in order to get it. This is what the spiritual path provides, and this is the why we're all on this spiritual journey, regardless of what we choose to call it. It is a why that we cannot ignore. It is a why that feeds our soul. While it is true that we've learned about the basic needs, what is it, the hierarchy of of needs where you have food, shelter, clothing, we also must have that spiritual connection. That is the foundation of our existence. It is the biggest why ever. Why do you need to connect to spirit? Because you can't live without them. Why do you need to have that connection to God? Because God is the one who wakes you up every single day, who takes you through things that you thought would break you, who takes you through those nights when there's no one there, who gives you signs during the day when it's just you and you feel like you're invisible. This is the why. Everyone wants to know, why am I here? When you pursue a true spiritual quest, you will find the answer to that why. Don't doubt the answers that you're receiving. Don't doubt the guidance that you're getting. Don't doubt the signs that you will see. Simply accept. And if you're unclear, then ask for more answers. But I encourage you, I absolutely encourage you, never, ever, ever give up. Never believe that you are alone. You are here because you have ancestors. Whether you know them or not, they exist. They are waiting for you to invite them into your life to be able to help you with what it is that you're experiencing on this plane. Because see, they've been here before. The difference is they have been here and now they're in the other world. We've only been 
here. This is all we remember. This is all we quote unquote know. So really, who has a greater advantage? The person who has been here and has now moved on to somewhere else or the one who's here and is struggling and searching just like we are? Think about it. This is the why. The why we're here, the why we search, the why we believe, the why we keep going, the why when something tragic, painful, dramatic happens, we ask, oh my God, why, how? It's there. Just like air, you don't have to acknowledge it for it to exist. Whether you want to acknowledge it or not, Spiritual power and spiritual connection is real. And this is the why being on the spiritual path is so critically important. Whatever path you choose, just being on that path, on that road is the why. And it's the best why ever. Challenge of the week. In due time, we always have a challenge of the week. Please feel free to share your why. What is your spiritual path? What are some of the things that you have experienced? How did you get on that path? And what are some of the ways in which you have made that spiritual connection? The what, the why, the how. Please share it with me. I would love, love, love to hear from you. And also with your permission to share your challenge and your answers to the challenge. Please send me an email, info at dnerica.com. Again, info at dnerica.com. You can also visit my website, dnerica.com. It has been an absolute pleasure sharing this time with you. It has been wonderful sharing the spiritual series with you. I know that we will speak again, and until we do, take care.